times have I called you while you were working just to say left messages on your answer machine about three or four times a day mm. yes music there aren't many more ways in words that i can say so i'll just say numerically from my heart to you one four three oh la 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 oh man that is my jam do you hear me so many times I brought roses just to see that smile on your face smile on your face (laughs) music soul child had a run he did and you know what and initially I was like, can this nigga sing like that? I don't know what happened. But I, I like So Beautiful. Agreed. He's using his falsettos on So Beautiful. Have you ever Not seen bad. him live though? Like live? Have I seen Lil Men live? Let me think. Live? I feel like no. always just much to be left desired. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not what I was expecting. I thought you were about to be like, oh my God, it's an experience you don't expect. It's just now. I was about to say yes, but I realized I, I, uh, it was not music. It was Raheem Devon. Ugh. That's who I saw uh, live. Yo, 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 kid. <laughs> it's your it's the way these lips is fully turned down <laughs> <in> disapproval listen <laughs> she's like mm, Raheem Devon mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I told you that I had a run in with Raheem Devon at a barbershop did I tell you that you did not but I am so curious to hear about this story <laughs> So he's evidently from the DMV area. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's very Maryland. Very Maryland. And so I was in the barbershop one day. This was years ago. I was still in school. I was a student. Um, Okay. And at the Terp, you was a Terp. Yes. And I went to this. Mm -hmm. So I was there actually to get my nails done, if I'm not mistaken. But there, it was like one of those places. It was like, you know how sometimes, this is very popular in the DMV, but there'll be like, you know, a group of stylists or barbers or nail techs will like go in and get like a space and everyone will have mm-hmm. their own suite. I was getting yes. my nails done. Yes. I was getting okay. my nails done. I think I had gone to that barber before, but I wasn't there to get my hair cut that, on that day. I was there to get my nails done. Mm-hmm. And so I come in and he's sitting there and I didn't know who he was. 
Um, and I wasn't trying to be like snooty or shady, but it was just like, this is a stranger. Okay. And so, (laughs) um, the barber, like I'm in there, like I go, I speak to everyone. I go on, sit on down in a nail place, handling my business. The barber comes in and it's like, um, somebody want to see you. I'm like, see me. <laughs> me? Yo, kid be, let me tell you how kid be pulling. Y'all don't even know. No, no, no. That's not what this is. But so I'm just like, so I go out there and I'm just like, yes, how, how may I be? Ups- yes. Who's somebody looking for me? And so he's like, you know, I'm Raheem Devine. And I'm like, okay, nice to meet you. <laughs> and, um, Very nice to meet you. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> long story less long. He's like, he invites me. Out, he's like, you know, I'm having this event in this place. You should come through. And I say, oh, I have a paper due tomorrow, so I really appreciate the uh, invitation. Screaming, but you know, (laughs) I've got some homework, and I, you know, thank you so much. And then he hits me with like, but I'm Raheem Devine. I'm like, I understand that. I still have homework, (laughs) and uh, I do, I do. Really appreciate the invitation, but I'm going to have to respectfully decline. And when I tell you that he yeah, got deep wait. down in a bag, like... Did he? He got down in a bag. And I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really went on and on about... He kind of went. I know really two Raheem like Devon songs, and it's not enough to make me want to cancel my like, plan. Listen, so sorry, no shade. <laughs> I have a great deal of respect for. Listen, whatever it is that you do, <laughs> I don't have anything but. But I mean, I'm just not. I don't, nothing has been said that would convince me that this would take precedent over my homework, sir. And I, I do. I understand that you're probably accustomed to women sort of dropping everything and attending to your request. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm sure that there I... are many other women in this establishment right now that would gladly accept this invitation. But if you but it's not me, going to be me to come hear you sing. You make it better. So like, if you'll excuse me, I do have to be going because, as I said, I do. Have- <laughs> I have a paper. Due. I have a paper due tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the fact that he got upset about that. Like, it's not like you were like, I have to go wash my hair. You said, I like, I have legitimate work to do. Right. I just think that he maybe he thought that I was just doing a little undergrad paper. It was like of no consequence to him or whatever. I don't care if you were doing a paper for for culinary school. (laughs) You had a paper due. I don't know. And I was just like, like. And I mean, and I wasn't even trying to be shady or uppity. I can't. I don't think there's much. I don't think you you need to explain this much. I think that I really felt like I might have had a personal offense to the fact that I declined an invitation. And it wasn't even on. Like I would have just felt much better if he would just be like, "Okay, well, you know, if you change your mind, here's my number." Blah blah blah. I feel like he could have just like. But he wanted to press me about it, and that's when it was just like, "Yeah, no." What are we even talking that's about? Desperate. I said, "No, thank you." No, you're doing too much. And then, so like, then the much. running joke, 
Like when I every time I would come into the shop, it would just be like <laughs> she told Ryan Devon no. <laughs> <laughs> what? I would tell Raheem Devon no because I needed to go watch what I was saying. Like, I was just like, like maybe I just think I was a different kind of people because I can't think of anybody that I know that would have told Raheem Devon yes like dropped everything to come literally you make it better no because Jay it wasn't like it was a Saturday better. night or a Friday night and we was getting into something it was like a Wednesday it wasn't it was it? a Tuesday it wasn't even in the evening it was like a yeah, Tuesday see? at 4.30 Sir, that sounds like the shit when I worked at Sony and we would have the little showcases during the day. Nobody can take off of work if you don't work in like, the music listen, industry for that. Chill out. Listen. It's a giving I've never had a real job. It's giving like... <sighs> listen, I have a... Like I said... I'm, it's giving I've never had real responsibility. It's giving homosexual. I did not understand why he was having such a difficult time understanding why I was not able to join him I have a theory but I'm gonna but keep I was it like, to myself because you know it will upset a group <laughs> and I said I hope everything goes well I really hope you have a wonderful <laughs> occasion I'm going to the library good day to write my paper sir about whatever anything else but have a wonderful performance I'm just not a, and I mean, maybe it's because I'm, and I don't, this is not to shade him. I, I'm pretty sure that he is quite talented and can sing, but I don't know any of his songs. I don't. I know too. You don't know you make it better? Probably when I hear it, but. You make it better. Yeah. Better. Mm-hmm. Better. No, you don't know that I one. What about, that. oh, I you do. know you. Got me thinking hard. For you got me oh. telling my mama and my friends. Yeah, those are two Raheem Devon songs. Yes. Um, those are the two that I know. God bless. Well, how was your week? You're not at home. I'm not at home. <laughs> I'm reporting to you live from Seattle, Washington. I'm in Seattle for work this week. Um, and then I'll be traveling to Ash later this week. So mm-hmm. it's a week of travel. Yes, I love to see it. I had a good, I had you a know, good... I'm still, huh? Waiting for, I'm still waiting for the Ash people to hit me up. Just oh, girl, so. just come. Um, <laughs> just come on. We're just coming on. Okay, we went I to um. Next I had year. a good week. I went. To, we I went to New Orleans for Latoya's birthday. That was a good time. You did. I saw you on the swamp with the gators. Oh First of all, it's freezing cold in New wow. Orleans, and the gators were just. As, oh, they were just as overrated as we were. We didn't see Wait, one alligator cold. on the swamp tour. The alligators was like, it's cold. We're not coming outside. And I was like, I understand. I'm screaming. I understand completely. That sounds like a swamp tour for me because I do not want to go willingly see alligators. Willingly? But listen, this was me taking on this week's Latoya's birthday trip. <laughs> I and Latoya con- likes activities. I consented to be in full compliance with all of the prescribed uh, activities on the itinerary and as such I showed up now you mm-hmm. and just about everybody else who knows me knows that I have about zero interest in yeah. swamps 
and or alligators. I have seen you leave an Airbnb at 1 a.m. because it had a cat. So I was shocked, needless to say. It was cold, and it was one of the worst tour experiences I've ever had, but it was, it was hilarious. But it was funny because you know that there's a different... I think that the white people in Louisiana are different. They're set up differently than the white people mm-hmm. in the rest of the world. Oh, very much so. Have you ever watched that Cajun man on TikTok yes. make food? That nigga made he made mustard greens on the ground the other day. I said, "Oh, you different." We had, we had. I'm sure his third cousin was our tour guide on the swamp tour. Okay. He okay. very plainly told us, "I'm not one of those tour guides that's going to talk to you for 45 minutes about lily pads. I tend to just like let the boat." do it's do the talking and I don't speak and I was like what kind of tour guide doesn't talk but we were on I don't want to hear about lily pads right but but there's so much I'm thinking there's so much to learn about this region not only as it relates to the climate and the different sort of natural Mm -hmm. things but like what's it like to live Mm -hmm. here historically all of there's so much that there's for us to learn he said Nothing. When I tell you that we were on that boat in stone silence. Oh, (laughs) nothing. One and one half hours. Oh. And then, you know, he was walked to it for an hour and a half and didn't even see an alligator. Not one alligator. And the alligators were sick of us. And I, too, was sick of us. So I couldn't even be upset with the alligators because I wouldn't have come outside my house for that either. But that's fair. I was just stunned. Like we were literally sitting on this boat in the middle of the swamp in silence. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just the most odd thing. And it was, this is what made it funny is because like, we will all just look around and be like, is this really happening? What is this? What is this? Like, you're not even going to tell us where we at. Like, you're not going to And I mean, when he did speak, nothing. he would just say the most morbid things. It would be like, oh, yeah, back over there, we found a lady in a house, and a, the, the flood water pushed her house in. And we found her, and she had been dead for three days. And it was like, what? That's not what we need to know. What the fuck? And then, you know, <laughs> further down the swamp, he's like, oh, yeah, around about here is where, you know, we had a flood and it flooded out the cemetery and my mama's grave floated away. And eventually she oh came back. Oh my God. But we don't know where oh she Oh my God. And like, I'm just like, what? I kept looking around like, this has got to be some sort of punk. <laughs> this is, this so is the worst tour I've ever been on in my life. Like, what is this? <laughs> and we were that is here. the most awkward. It was the most bizarre I was like, okay. And he was really just, he stood there with his hands oh in his pocket. And he was like, you know, well, this, you know, we're st- we're in water, but this all used to be land because, you know, the world's just falling apart. And I give it about five, another 10 more years and we'll all just wash away. It's like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute, sir. I sir, it can't heard. be that bad. It can't be. But I think it is. <laughs> I mean, it, was like, it was an experience. It was a memorable experience to how crazy it was. I'm like, I will never forget this story <laughs> in my life. And I will, this, this will always, this will go down in history as one of the worst. Did y'all write a Yelp review? 
I told Latoya that she should because she's the one who like arranged it. And I'm just like, you need to contact those people and tell them that they have got to do better. But because and you all paid money for this. Yes. Obviously. We but we did have a good time. New Orleans gave all of the food and all of the enjoyable things that we usually get out of New Orleans. It's yeah. always a good time. Um the hotel was beautiful. Everything Ooh, was do you nice. remember any of the time. places you ate? Hmm? Do you remember any of the places you ate? We went to Dookie Chase. Oh, I've never been there. It was nice. We liked Dookie Chase. Okay. Um, there was another okay. uh, place. So a young woman that we met, um, and her name was Brittany, but she had this like bakery and food shop called Bee Sweet, Bee Sweet Cakery. Bee. Oh, I love that. And so we went there and we Wait. had brunch. I had some catfish Mardi Gras there that was pretty tasty. Ooh. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, all of the classics, all of the beignets and you know all the staples that you got to get when you go there did you have any barbecue shrimp yes i tasted some i got someone else ordered like some and i just had me a little piece but it was so tasty and wonderful because if you have never had new orleans style barbecue shrimp and let me be let me be clear with you all i'm this is this is not shrimp with barbecue sauce and many places uh that claim to have New Orleans style barbecue shrimp, do it completely wrong. <laughs> if you have a proper, uh, uh, what is it? Gulf New Orleans style barbecue shrimp with the delicious consomme jus, whatever that shit is that they make. And you soak that French bread up in that delicious juice and oil and whatever. It's like butter and spices and things on shrimp that you soak bread up in. Yes. It is one of the best things I've ever eaten. Um, and I just enjoy it very much. I find that there are certain places that are overhyped. And then I find that there are places where it's like, okay, this is... Nobody talks about this, but this is delicious as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Nobody talks about the fact that outside of New Orleans that you can go get a hot sausage po' boy at a gas station. You won't get food poisoning <laughs> and it will be delicious and seasoned and have all the proper dressings oh, yes. on it. You know what I'm saying? Go get you a real good snowball with a little bit of condensed milk. Mm. Oh, God. Anyway, I'm very hungry right now. I'm so sorry. I'm... Cannot wait to finish recording the remainder of this show because oh, I have some fried catfish oh, yes. in the kitchen. We love that I'm going to get to. Mm -hmm. But yes, how are you? Sis? We love catfish. I'm well. Um, you know, we did episode two yes, did. of Illuminating Intersectionality yes, debuted on Monday of this week. Uh, it was led the conversation a very important conversation was led by our sister hey friend hey uh co-hosted by kia and myself um and it was a beautiful uh it was a beautiful um transition from episode one where kia was really able to identify intersectionality like we talked about last week and fran really delved into the socioeconomics of it and uh, and living in in one type of economic environment and having to go to school in another mm -hmm. and all of the things that came with that 
And so, and shout out to Essie of Essie Spice. Make sure you all head on over to Target and get you some because I can tell you firsthand, phenomenal blends. You are going to make some amazing culinary dishes with that. Oh my gosh. uh, With her, with her various spices. And next week. Ooh, her lofts off. Mm, gel off sauce. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. yes. And next week, <laughs> Jade is going to close us out, honey. We've saved the very best conversation for last. Closing us It's all just out. a conversation about food. Oh, yes. Mm, mm, food mm. as a cultural expression You're and thinking about, about all the all ways yes. in which identity um, and our experiences have been shaped by not only food, but food access, which I think is in the conversation yes. that we need to be having as a people. Absolutely. So I'm very excited, actually, for this. Um, And I'm really excited that you all have already gotten to see episodes one and two. If you haven't, make sure you head over. We have a link in the description box. Head on over to the Loudspeakers Network YouTube and check out episode two of Illuminating Intersectionality, a three-part series hosted by the three of us. Hey, friend. Hey, Dr. Takia Robinson and myself. And... um, and yeah, there are conversations that need to be had. We had a Twitter chat, and we're going to have one more on Monday, November 21st at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure you all stay tuned for that. Uh, we've had beautiful uh, women join us in these conversations. Scotty Beam, of course, our sister Crystal West, yes. uh, Jasmine Lawson, yes. uh, and Sylvia O'Bell have joined us for different conversations. And so make sure you all join us for the final one, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, November 21st. Um, on Twitter before it implodes and uh, (laughs) then also (laughs) uh, on Tuesday, November 22nd uh, at 8pm Eastern Standard Time you can catch Hey Friend, Hey Dr. Takia Robinson myself and Crystal West on IG Live as we discuss Okay, for the hard way. My true life sisters, we're (laughs) discussing all three episodes of Illuminating Intersectionality. So go catch up. Make sure you join us next Monday. Um, Outside of that, I got all the pants currently shipped out. So now we got a new color drop. You all saw episode two. Okay, viejo is what I call it, wind. And so you all saw my fit episode two. Um, And now those pants are available at jadeofalljades.com. And we're going to be running a small little, you know, Black Friday situation as well. That's right. I'm going to order mine before um, y'all order yours. Stay tuned for that. Okay, thank you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You hear this episode because there's only a select few pair available and I will have a restock a very limited restock of a few colors that I will be announcing in the next coming days so stay tuned for all of that but that's what's been going on I just been over here working sister and and um battling whatever immune things are flying through the air you know what I'm saying because niggas is sick (laughs) all over the place and I don't want it um But yeah, it's been a good week and we have a very little bit of trash to get into because we have our shout out segment. You all already know what time it is. And we also have an amazing guest for the Kitchen Table Talk. You heard her recently on the Friend Zone and I hope that we were able to bring some some new points and fresh conversation points so that it's just a carryover. You know what I'm saying? We got Mercedes of Exora Botanical Mm -hmm. Beauty for the Kitchen Table Talk and she is Schooling the girlies on the acids and the serums together, baby. We got into the 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 chemicalness of shit. Okay, so we're gonna keep this trash segment brief. So let's head that direction. Let's do it.
is time for the trash. And um, we have a couple stories this week. So, you know, we we had, we we sent it last week and we're going to send it again because I'm still sad uh, for the loss of takeoff. Yes. Um, so we want to continue to send love to his family. And I want to send even more love because, listen, listen, we all know what it is to be black at a funeral. OK, <laughs> we all know what a home going service is. Yes. We all know that as a people, um, you know, despite the circumstances, we do attain a a level of uh, whatever when we leave the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, when you're going to something where it's going to be an amalgamation of people that you may love, may not know, you know, you want to put on some of your best. Right. We have our homegoing services and repass serve uh, repasses where we, you know, fellowship and eat delicious food and reminisce over um, beautiful memories of the person who passed. But there is still something that is ever slightly so tacky to me about doing an entire photo shoot at a funeral for a person and putting rest in peace out there, but all said pictures are pictures of you and your fit. I was very sad to see that. And I just don't know what else there is to say other than that was very embarrassing and unfortunate. It just felt tasteless to me and it felt classless because, and I saw a lot of hot takes, right? I saw a lot of people like, oh, y'all ain't never been to a black funeral. No, baby, I've been to more black funerals than I actually would have ever cared to go to in my entire life. So let's be very clear there. And that's why I can say, yes, a lot of times we will put on our best black and you know, try to present ourselves, you know, in a certain way because we want to show love and respect to the person whose life that we are going to honor, right? But also, I just did something about a photo shoot, you know? And then also, no, we take pictures together too as loved ones, right? We A lot of times funerals, unfortunately, are the events in which bring people together. And those are times where you do reunite with loved ones that you have not seen in a long time and it's unfortunate that those are the circumstances in which it happens and i know that there's a lot that comes with that we got the cousins who step outside and smoke you know what i'm saying you're gonna have the cousins who gonna come through and really put on a fit and that's not to take away from the grieving but there's still something where you are not the family member coming through doing a whole fucking photo shoot to make sure that you get this fit off I just think that's tacky. And I think it's very, it's like, you know, I think there is a lot of um, sort of nuance and uh, around it. I think there are other things that need to be considered, like, you know, someone who is already a public figure, someone who has a large following. And so, like, as such, your posts are not just, you know, your Instagram is not just an Instagram. It's like a platform. And so you have to sort of move in a particular kind of way. And I mean, I'll be honest. I know like my grandma just passed and I posted a picture of my outfit on the day of the funeral. 
Um, because you grandma know, wanted I us find, to be I think that's up. a little different. Grandma wanted yeah, us to be Yeah, but you were doing that in honor. Yeah. Yeah, I just... So, but I, it's, I, it, I do, it's different. It is, it is, but I just think that, you know... I just hate that stuff like this, to me, is a bigger distraction from the larger conversation. I hate that we mm-hmm. got, got caught up or getting caught up talking about this um, when we should be talking about how absolutely crazy it is that Takeoff is no longer with us and what it's can no we do to us. sort of prevent this yeah. from happening again, how do we honor his life and legacy, all mm-hmm. of that um, and that takes away that from takes those conversations away. because of the type of platform right. that that she has. Right. So, I mean, I think I think in these instances, I'm reminded, you know, certain opportunities, certain there's certain we're, we're, not, we're just not we have to move differently as we progress through life. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I think, yeah. yeah. Um, I hope I'll say it like this. I hope that the larger takeaway from this is that we need to be a bit more thoughtful about how about what we mm-hmm. post, when, et cetera, et cetera. Agreed. I agree. I fully agree. Especially, you know, you have to think about. Um, unfortunately, you have to think about the type of impact you have, and maybe you use that to bring other conversations to light, like you said, about the fact that this young man is not here. And why is he not here? Mm-hmm. What what were the circumstances surrounding that? And I'm not saying that we need to rehash to sadden the family, but there are larger conversations that can be had outside of look at my leather fit. You know what I'm saying? And I agree with you. I think I think it's sad that that's what takes away the... It doesn't take away the impact, but it, that's that's where the conversation starts to shift. And then it becomes a dissension between people of, oh, well, I don't think there's anything wrong. Oh, well, you don't know black culture. Well, you don't know this. But I also think that as we continue forward, I'm not I, it's, it's I don't I wouldn't even call it a respectability politics situation. But like there's a time and a place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If y'all were gathering afterwards, you're loving up on each other and all of that, I don't think there's anything wrong with people who are loving up on each other in a situation taking a picture together. But there is a time and a place and there's a way to do shit. And that's just what it is. Agreed. And I I don't think that was I don't think that was the way. Agreed. Um in unfortunate and other unfortunate news, uh in New Jersey, not too far away. There was a nine-year-old black girl. I don't know if you read this story. It was a nine-year-old black girl. Um, let me find her name because I know the, the man's name because I'd like to. I'll find it. But this young lady, you so we all know about those wretched-ass lantern flies that were causing havoc and, and wreaking havoc uh, through the summertime. Those were those um, pretty little moth butterflies is what I like to call them. Uh, And they were letting everybody know when you see them, kill them because they are fucking up the ecosystem. So a young black girl in New Jersey decided that she was going to research and make her own homemade insect repellent Mm -hmm. to help the environment and the trees to kill the lanternflies. Mm -hmm. Came up with a little solution of like Dawn soap, water and 
uh, maybe vinegar or something, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just a natural situation. She she actually found on TikTok, cute enough, right? So she's walking around her neighborhood, spraying the lanternflies and spraying the trees that the lanternflies are in. And a uh, old white man who is a former GOP, um, oh, God. I'm gonna find it in a second. His name is Gordon Losh. L-A-W-S-H-E, because I want you all to know exactly who this person is, because he deserves every bit of shame that comes his direction. Mm -hmm. He's a former councilman, um, and he served as chair of the Caldwell Republican Party until 2021. Called the police on this nine-year-old black girl who was spraying the lanternflies in the trees and told the police there is a little black woman spraying a solution outside and I don't know what it is and I'm scared. Now, you know this hit especially close to home for me Mm -hmm. because Noah is exactly nine years old. And to, to think about somebody calling the police on her and referring to her in nine years old as a little black woman is so frightening and dangerous and disgusting. And I was so disheartened to hear that she had to go through this experience and that there are people out there, which we already know how wretched it is, especially now, right? Mm-hmm. But there are people out there who view nine-year-old children. Her voice hasn't even changed. She's still got the little girl voice. And they're being referred to as little black people. Well, the I mean, you know, our humanity is never acknowledged. No, it's not. We are scary things. No, it's not. To the system. It's not. It's not. You know, it is. it is... It is mm-hmm. heartbreaking. Heart, heartbreaking and very scary that we are living in times where this kind of just sort of blatant hatred and bigotry is just running amok in our society. Yep. It's really, yep. it's, it's just unfortunate. And it's unfortunate. Super unfortunate. We don't get to be children. It is. This is and this is in Caldwell, New Jersey. Little girl's name was Bobby, Bobby Wilson. Um, killing lantern flies. She wants to be a scientist. That's hard. And her older sister, who is also not even fourteen years old, maybe, is up there defending her, uh, and speaking on behalf um of her sister and how egregious it was that this grown motherfucker called the cops on her. Um and this is where mm people who abuse these services um, that are already abusive services within themselves and need a complete restructuring. Uh, They need to serve the consequences for shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Put this nigga in jail for a night. Find this nigga. Make him feel the consequences of him abusing something that's only supposed to be used in the case of 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 an emergency. And it's it's not a little nine year old girl motherfucking spraying trees to try to help the environment. Okay. And 
come to also find out he lives across the street from them and has been their neighbor for at least eight years. <laughs> a little black woman. Little black woman. Meanwhile, the kids sprout like fucking weeds overnight. I know this girl was at least two feet smaller a year and a half ago, but she's a little black woman. Mm. Fuck you. Unbelievable. I don't know if you plan to. Fuck you. Um, I wish the worst on on a nigga named Gordon Losh. Please continue. Yes. I was gonna ask. I wanted to uh, sort of send my um, condolences um, t- to the families and friends and team members of the three football players that were shot at the University of Virginia this morning. Um. I didn't even wait. What happened? I didn't even know. According this to the University of Virginia police chief, there was a shooting. The shooting occurred on a charter bus after an off-campus field trip. Um, two of the football oh players were found dead inside the bus, and the third player was transferred to the medical center where he later died. But three football players, um, by the names of Lavelle Davis, Deshaun Perry, and Devin Chandler. All football players at the University of Virginia were shot and killed today. There is a suspect oh in custody. God. We I don't know if there's information about sort of the nature or the cause mm-hmm. uh, or what mm-hmm. led to this. Um, but the suspect is in custody. And it's just very sad to hear about this kind of violence, especially in schools. Um, mm-hmm. hmm And mm. now, you know... I'm so sorry to hear that. Evidently, it was some sort of hazing incident. I don't know the details. Those haven't been released, but... Oh. It's a very tragic story. I'm so sorry to hear that. Very tragic. I'm so sorry to hear that. But yeah, um I do want to send love to the to those to the loved ones of those who who lost their family members. That is that's awful. And and in that way is just adds an extra layer of sting. Mm-hmm. Um I also want to bring light to um quickly before we move forward. Uh, I don't know if you've been reading about what's happening in Iran. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are issuing death sentences uh, in Iran to many of the protesters who have been taking place in the recent protests. If you've been watching, mm-hmm. um, if you've been, I, I, I'm going to put some links in the description box because there's a lot of resources uh, where you can get a lot more specific details um, as to what's happening in Iran. Um, and now they're issuing death sentences and it's, so heartbreaking because the women there that are fighting are fighting for very simple freedoms um, and should not have to do so. Uh, and to hear that they are they are being punished and sentenced for trying to fight for their own freedom and humanity is so disheartening. So um, I'm going to put some links to that in the description box. Um so that you all can read more on what's going on. And I'd like for us to actually talk more about that in the very yeah, soon absolutely. future. 
just to bring a little more light. It's not a topic we've talked about a lot. And I know we have so many things we have to cover on the show, but I think it's such an important one to discuss. So <clears throat> especially um, as it correlates to what's happening in this country and the potential of what could happen. And so I think these are very important conversations and we want to send, I, it's, it doesn't even feel like enough, you know, I just I pray for ease and love for the for their 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 as much as for their hearts and their spirits as they can handle in a time like this and anticipating a death sentence. You know what I mean? And I I wish nothing good on the people who uh, who use their hands of power to wield it in these ways. Yeah, I think I think in addition, I would add to that. I, I I also pray for ease and healing. Um, but I, I, I also would add prayers for wisdom and strategy. I think we're living in a time mm-hmm. when a lot of yeah. uh, the civil, I mean, or the, the liberties that we're mm. quote unquote promised are being rolled back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know I've been really thoughtful and intentional about trying to figure out how to negotiate this time. Um, mm-hmm. And what are the things that we need to know? What are the awarenesses that we need to have? And how can we sort of arm ourselves and 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 pre- to prepare for what's happening and what's mm-hmm. coming? And I don't have those answers, but that's sort of what what when I think about you know as right. I as I pray and sort of try to think through how to how to figure this all out. That's just where my mind goes. Um, like, you know, yeah. we're all, yeah. also praying for God to do what he does, but I need him to also tell us what we need to do as well. That's real. Cause this is, this is, this is a big question mark and it's absolutely heartbreaking and it's heart sinking. And I agree with you. I agree with you. I think those, I think all facets of those prayers are important. Um, and so we want to find the i guess the, the 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 ways that we can to stand in solidarity and show support um to those who shouldn't even be going through this in the first place and i know i sound all over the place i'm at a loss for words because what do you do in a situation like this you know what i mean it feels a little hopeless um so we do what we can but that is the trash this week and we're going to head over to our shout out segment mm-hmm. because we've got we've got some 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 good things that are going to help lift our spirits a little bit more where we get to kind of focus on us as a community. So let's head over in that direction. Let's do it. My sister's popping right now. Welcome back to the shout out segment, which means you know what time it is. It's bet on black episode Four, four times. Yes, four, four. Four, episode four. four. Episode four. We got our final three contestants. Yes. How exciting. The last three contestants doing their initial pitches to our panel of judges who we will just recap very quickly. Uh, Pinky Cole of Slutty Vegan. Uh, this week, Rumi Ma is back. Welcome back. VX uh, <laughs> Finest. Yes. Um, what's the, I always remember the VP of what for Target? Ron Brown. Ron VP Brown. Of VP of Community Impact at Target. Impact at Target, correct. And last but certainly not least, 
the the general, the captain of Make 'em Say uh, <laughs> Entertainment International, and all of the other brands thereunto, the one and only Master <laughs> Heat, CEO and executive of Master Crunch Cereal. Yes, wrap so. <laughs> snacks galore. Rap snacks galore, <laughs> oodles and noodles. Oh yeah. So last week we know that our three contestants uh, who walked away with first, second, and third price um, pr- prize, prize places <laughs> were Tiff Price, right? Third price, uh, Tiffany Neal of Barlow Foods out of Atlanta, Georgia, Kalila Wright of Mess in a Bottle out of yes, Baltimore, Maryland, indeed. who walked away with twenty k and the opportunity to um, to compete for two hundred thousand dollars. And Brianna Arps of Mudo out of Atlanta, which we were big fans. Big of, fans. Um, big fans. Big fans of her packaging. So now we get to move on to our final three contestants. And I love how Bet on Black said, we're just going to dive right on into this because Listen. I said me too. Let's get to the madness. So first and foremost, I want to give big shout outs to Remy Ma. As a carnivore myself, I said, me too, sister. (laughs) Me too, sister. There was a lot of resonance. um, Remy Ma represented us very well this episode. Yeah, she did. She's like, as a carnivore, I said, yes, in multiple ways, but we'll get to it. Here for the protein. Samantha Edwards of New Breeds Meats out of Lexington, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. New Breeds Meats. Uh, plant-based proteins. Um, 20 years ago, her mother was diagnosed with breast cancer and she's currently healthy and in remission, but they decided to switch their diets over. I think shortly before actually her mother was diagnosed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So she makes plant-based burgers, sausage, chicken, but the very exciting thing for me. So when I saw Pinky getting hype, I was already getting hype because I know how, um, a lot of plant-based food works, right? Uh, a lot of it is filled with a lot of soy, a lot of wheat, a lot of gluten, a lot of those things. This is soy-free, gluten-free, non-GMO plant-based meat. It's also and I think that's free. really awesome. And cholesterol-free. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so awesome for those who are really trying to go plant-based and want to be very intentional about what you're putting in your body. What's the point of not eating ribs no more if you're going to go eat, you know, three pounds of tofu chunks. Can't see how that's even better for you. So um, uh, Pinky was really excited about the non-additives. And I was like, oh, I see. I see something a brewing. I was like, New Breeds Meats, you might have you a big uh, customer actually on the on the uh, commercial level. But I thought that was really awesome. And I was definitely eating a piece of fried fish um, and and chicken simultaneously as I watched this. However, I was very excited about mm-hmm. those things. Because when I don't want to, you know, when I want to have me a little plant free, I mean, I want to have me a little meat free day. I want to have me a little burger. I want to know that the stuff that I'm eating is not what I'm avoiding. Correct. It's not the tofus and the things like that. So... Next up, we had Brittany Golden of IGL Nails out IGL of Long Nails. Beach, California. You want to give us a little rundown of Brittany? IGL Nails. Um, hold on. Let me pull up my notes. Brittany Golden. Brittany Golden is, this is, I really uh, connected with this, clearly. I love that Yes, Brittany was sort of foraying into an industry that not a lot of Black, black women have um, uh, sort of 
established a lane in. And, you know, one thing about us, we love our nails. And um, she talked a lot about how she transitioned um, from corporate America after losing her job and um, also sort of dealing with the passing of her father, found herself in um, some some difficult, uh, a difficult season and really found inspiration and, and, um, excitement about life and career in, in cultivating this product, press on nails as, as long, as well as the best damn adhesive, um, which I think is is really genius. She talked about having a design background, a graphic design background and working towards, um, getting capital so that she can start generating designs for herself. Um, and she pitched her mm. product. The, the branding and packaging was really cute. Um, her price point, I think she yes. said, was between $15 and $25. Um, and so it was it just was. really dope. Because, you know, we've seen press on nails in the drugstore, where it be Kiss or other, the other mainstream brands. But it was just dope to sort of see Black women creating in this space, especially Absolutely. given the hardship. And I love that the range. Faced. Yes. Um, and there's yes. all different kinds of, um, you know, whether your nail beds are short, long, whether, whether you know, and, and, and she sort of account for the health of your nails and also, all while ensuring mm-hmm. that you get artificial press on nails of the highest quality. So it was really dope to hear Absolutely. Brittany's story and to see her product. And listen, especially during the pandemic, when we all sort of were sat down from going to the nail place, many of us forayed yes. into the press on nail arena. Um, and it's and I'm just, not mad at it. They yeah, I'm not lane. mad at it. I feel like we've come a very long way from Lee's press on nails that you used to get down to the Dollar General. OK, oh, yes. <laughs> now this is a, much more of a high, high quality, more lush and looks and looks sort of press on situation. So I really enjoy IGL nails and definitely will be purchasing, you know, for the times when I am in between, in between sets. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I love that she, um, I love that she took her, her own kind of fate into her hands in the sense where her father passed away from stress yes. in a corporate environment. Yes. But yes, I love that she kind of took, you know, control of her of herself in that way because of the way that she lost her father and him uh and him passing away from the stress of the corporate space and she wants to incorporate her design because she's in digital design and then take that over into this field and we know this is a field that we don't occupy on a large level so I thought that was really awesome and I thought it was really awesome that Master P co-signed for somebody else to wear the nails but he definitely was a big fan and a hard co-signer for that Um, next up we had Kimberly Smith of Marjani Beauty Mm -hmm. out of Washington D.C. Um, And I found her story to be really impactful because she says she had no experience in retail or beauty outside of like being a teenager working down at the Old Navy or something. (laughs) And she's still rebounding from COVID. Uh, She was founded 2017 and there were only four black businesses at that time on Connecticut Avenue. And she said post COVID, she's the only one still standing. Yes. So I thought that was Obviously, it was it saddened me as a as a member of our community, but also, you know, I love to see that she had that resilience. And what Marjani is is she's been described as a quote unquote black Sephora, and I love that she says she does not want to be known as a black Sephora. She wants people to say Ulta Sephora and Marjani. Yeah, and I think that's awesome. She's like put me on my own. Um, so we've all had low moments. She's dealt with a lot with dealing with the pandemic. Master P gave her. 
some awesome advice that he also gave LA Beauty Club, which is even though she features 70 black and brown owned lines within her space, which is how she kind of gives back to her community. Mm -hmm. um, he was like, you need to brand something yourself as well right. so that you can get yourself out of just this space and out to the masses. And I thought that was really, For sure. really great um, uh, um, advice. Diversifying. And so diversifying right mm -hmm. uh, and that was the thing about new breed meats mm -hmm. is that they said it's black owned and you are doing it for your community to educate your community on health but also it's out there for everybody it's yeah, marketable for absolutely. everybody and she also sort of diversify her portfolio because she not only offers the product but she also offers like educational services and exactly. knowledge and information which is really what makes the difference when it comes to this arena many of us have not been raised hello um to understand mm -hmm. uh you know plant-based options plant-based life um and to really know that that you can have flavorful good tasting foods um and yes. still in the plant-based space so um they really seem to really perk up and be excited about what samantha had to offer with new breed needs yes and i was too i really yeah, was i can't actually wait to try it i've i don't think i've ever said that i don't think i've ever said but that in either. third place <laughs> <laughs> Marjani came in uh, with a 5K winnings. Yes. Um, second place was IGL Nels walking away with 10K. 10K. And they told her they can't wait for her to be selling her, her product to nail salons all across the all across the country. Absolutely. Um, and then in third place, uh, in first place, I found you, Miss New Breedy. <laughs> New Breeds Meats. New Breeds Meats. <laughs> New Breeds Meats walked away with 20K sure. and the opportunity to advance on for $200,000 with a $200,000 win. I don't know what's wrong with my tongue today. Okay. And New Breeds Meats, again, might walk away with a full commercial customer because Pinky is super intrigued, mamacita. I'm just saying, I want you to get on that train. I want to see New Breeds Meats all up and through all up Slutty and through. Vegan. So then we got a surprise. Twist. It was a twist. A little we got twist. a twist. Um, we met all of the contestants again. They were welcome back. All Dustin, of the beautiful welcome contestants. Welcome everyone back. back. Yes. So did he do such a beautiful job doing it too? <laughs> <laughs> I loved hearing Master P say Dustin's name. He's like, I'm gonna pass it to my he boy. Said, well, Dustin. Dustin. I said, just like an uncle. <laughs> <laughs> just like an uncle. And Pinky's so black, she goes, smell like money as everybody's walking into the Bless room. I heart. said, This is it. We just love Pinky. Black Pinky sound like my kind of carrying on. She really does. Like Pinky, we need to go have a cocktail and a and a new breed. Um <laughs> a new breed and <laughs> a new breed's burger, maybe a sausage. Mm -hmm. So there was a surprise yes. for one of the returning contestants. Correct. Guilty great. Guilty is great. Coming by they get for a the second chance to win two hundred thousand yes. dollars. Yes. yes. They get a second chance to compete in the finals with the other four finalists, Mess in the Bottle, LA Beauty Club, uh Yeah. A new breeze meets, meets and the um oh also our chemist our chemist yes, hold on hold on it's uh, the, the lab drawer lab, the lab drawer in the drawer oh yes. wait no yes that's oh yes lab drawer, lab drawer. yes yes so yes. yes so we have five <laughs> the top five will compete next week in the finals and i'm really excited to see what that's going to give um 
we see, we saw everyone's initial pitch. So I'm I'm interested to see what the next level of competition will be as it relates to yes. Bet on Black. But it's been dope getting to know these brands and um, entrepreneurs. It really it's been great getting to know the judges panel a little bit better. I love Pinky's personality. Remy Ma's always a good time. Mr. Ron Brown bringing that target consumer perspective. Um, mm-hmm. Also thinking about mm-hmm. the ways that Target is impacting the community and the ways that he's uh, partnering, ways that we're partnering with these brands in that work. So it's just really dope and exciting to see it's not awesome. only this investment in uh, the brands themselves, but I feel like we're all being invested in because we're all learning about how to grow our brands and businesses by watching and listening in on the awesome advice that our panel of judges is giving to the contestants. Absolutely. And if, you know, we're starting our own business, we can just take a couple of these tips yes. ourselves. I mean, or those I hope you're writing in the notes because my notes, oh, my notes app notes. is stocked and ready to go. Oh, honey, bullet points for days. Do you hear me? Period. But it was also like you said, it's just really awesome to be able to to get to know all of these beautiful black owned brands. And um, I have like a hundred new brands for me to be able to frequent and support. And I think that's, that's dope. Like every week I'm following top five. Yes. Every week I'm following and purchasing, patronizing these brands. We're amplifying and sharing their names here. So we hope that y'all are listening and following these brands. I'm gonna get me some guilty great already down to the mess in the bottle. Okay. The lab drawer. Okay. IGL now. I'm gonna give me some guilty grape. Have me some brunches, some new breeds. And I'm gonna mix. and again, I got my Barlow. Give me some new breeds, me and my Barlow Foods pancake yes. mix. All of that. Yes, it's going With down peach in the kitchen. Syrup. Yes, the peach cobbler syrup. Say is, less. Say less. It's going down in the DMs. Going down. It's going down it's in going the down. DMs. Oh, so, and shout out to uh, next week. Out, oh, go ahead. No, really quickly, I wanted to shout out to our friends at Po Up. They heard our review and reposted it on their social hey. media. So shout out to Poa. Hey. We we yeah we're gonna I'm gonna circle back and try to get this on the show. I think that would be a good look. I think that would be awesome. Maybe mm-hmm. we can play a game of Poa 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 and everybody has watch it all their fall own out. Bottle. I- yes. <laughs> But make sure you all tune in next week. Yes. Two episodes, okay? Two whammy. We get two of them, and then you know where to come back to for the recap. These are our final two, and we're going to see who's walking away with the $200,000. And can't wait to see Dustin's moisturized mouth again next week. I'm just sad that I didn't get a chance to hear just Dustin say Mudo one more time because he said <laughs> he said it just I want like, him to say everybody's bread. He just he just say it like I feel like my my Dida would say it was such an old black man way. He was like, "Here we go down to the Mudo." <laughs> Down to the mood of fragrance. <laughs> but yes. Love that for us. I'm super excited. Love that for us. Love that for y'all. Love that for them. Love that for everybody. Indeed. Uh, and we'll see you all next week for our final two episodes of Bet on Black. Stay tuned for our amazing kitchen table. It's a, it's so good. Bye. Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> Welcome back to the kitchen table. You know, every week I feel like I'm starting this thing off the same way, but it's just fine. (laughs) I'm so excited for our guest because we have 
a long time. Okay, so let me just hit y'all real quick before before we get into the technicals of the technicals. Um, y'all know Twitter is a thing, okay? For those who use it, you know it's a thing. For those who don't, I'm sorry that you missed the train. And we have somebody who we have both been following for the better many side years. of a decade, probably. Many, many years, actually. Yes, We've all been following each other. And I'm so, so the, to watch your growth has been so exciting, but we're gonna talk about that in just a second. We got Mercedes of Exora Botanical Beauty, and we're so hey. excited to bring you to the kitchen table, <laughs> sister. How are you? Yes. Hi, I am doing awesome. I am so excited to be here. Thank you guys for having me. And I'm just, I'm ready to go. <laughs> we ready to go. I have a question before we even get started. Well, first okay, of all, introduce, the, introduce yourself to the people. <clears throat> tell, them what, tell them the stuff and then we'll go into it. Okay, I am Mercedes, a.k.a. Skincare Bully, for those who might know me online. I am the owner, the originator of Exora Botanical Beauty. It's a skincare line, you know, infamously known as sells the donkey milk products. I am a St. Croix, Virgin Islands. I'm a VI girl, but, born and but, raised. No cap. <laughs> but, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> and I am just happy to be here. I'm happy to talk about skincare and just kind of share my journey of where I started and where I am now. I love that. Okay, so we watched you a long time ago now. Yes. We watched you a yes. long time ago. I want to know because I use your products religiously. All right. Mm -hmm. Y'all know I care about my face. I'll be trying to look like <laughs> Kia because she don't have no pores. Oh, and so, it. you know, I'm very serious about the products that I use. <laughs> Some of them are very expensive. But I have to say, when I was introduced to a lot of your uh, toners and, and serums, I was blown away, honestly. I was skeptical initially. I'm going to be very honest. And it didn't have nothing to do with you. It had everything mm -hmm. to do with my own hesitation of what different stuff has done to my face. But I was so blown away by every single thing that I've used, every single product. So my first question is the name. Where did Exora come from? And Exora is a flower. Mm. It's a very popular flower and on my island. It comes in an array of different colors, red, yellow, white, uh, orange. And I just, I've always loved the flower. So mm. when I was naming the company, I wanted something that reminded me of home. And mm. um, I picked it because it sounded great. Mm -hmm. sounded exotic mm -hmm. and the botanical beauty part was more of like well my background is chemical engineering chemistry background mm -hmm. and i wanted to combine you know like my island and using products and botanical extracts and using the things that I grew up from back home learning about of taking care of your skin or mm -hmm. using, you know, different oils and different mm -hmm. stuff and the plants and the aloe and all this type of stuff. So I wanted to bring the botanical in mm -hmm. to that aspect. So that's how the Exora Botanical Beauty was formed. I love that. How intentional. I do too. <laughs> One of the things that I have always valued and really appreciated about, um, about your work, but just generally, I think that for so long, we've been socialized to believe that um, science and expertise and knowledge only comes from certain individuals. Um, mm -hmm. But what I love is, is how 
to me, your products have all um, have always sort of amplified the fact that this is something that is homegrown and it originated with us. It is who we are. It is a part of our culture. It's not something that was taught to us, but these are the things and sort of the the home remedies and medicinal sort of uh, traditions and things that we have been using over time and sort of bringing that to the level of sort of a, of broad scale product development and letting folks know yes. that you know, we too are chemists and chemical engineers, and we too have the expertise to sort of take these natural products and create mm-hmm. what we need. So if you could, I would love to, to talk, if you could talk a little bit more about sort of like your training, your education, mm-hmm. and whether it was this something that you always saw for yourself as someone, as a little black girl who was studying science and interested in chemistry, did you always see this journey for yourself? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'll tell you why. <laughs> so I have always loved the aspect of skin. And one of the reasons why I was always like interested in is because when I grew up, I had like, well, I still have it, but not to the extent as when I was, I was a kid, eczema and extremely dry Ooh, skin. Same. Ooh, yes. So, you know, growing up in the islands, you know, it's humid. You know, you're a kid. You're playing in the grass. I mean, the grass was used to be tearing me up. Like, I'm Girl, just Girl, the little sores in between your, your Man, arms, listen. behind your knees well, and shit. Well, I, my well skin used to be on fire. Yes. So, it used to be <laughs> weeping, like weeping. You know, right here. Yes. And you be scratching until mm-hmm. you bleed mm-hmm. and, yes. you know, just going through it. And, you know, most of us when we grew up like we knew certain things about skincare but most of us across the board used the same things growing up like yeah. you know oh, everybody no has baths, the vaseline, aquaphor, vaseline mm-hmm. yeah, you know you know the, the <laughs> basics right mm-hmm. so when i got maybe in high school i had my first chemistry class and this is why it's so important to have like teachers who really love what they do because my chemistry teacher changed my entire look of everything like he made me fall in love with chemistry like that was one of my favorite and this was a black man by the way he was an alpha. Like, he, he was an alpha fight oh, alpha for God bless whatever his... women he dealt with romantically. <laughs> <but> continue. <laughs> I mean, he was just Lord awesome. The way how he would teach the work, the way how we would do our labs, like everything was so intentional. And I loved his class. And from being in his class, I knew like, okay, I want to be either a chemist and I end up doing chemical engineering because I was like, oh, well, there's more money here. So I'm going to just lean over here a little bit more. So, that you know, when I get my degree, even though I still want to work as a chemist, I can demand more money. Cause that was my mindset at 17. I was Absolutely. like, I'm trying to get to the bag here. Okay. So, you know, I, at the time I had no interest in having a business. I didn't think about, you know, running no, anything for myself. I knew that I wanted to work doing like R and D development in mm-hmm. skincare. Mm-hmm. I even talked about wanting to work at Johnson and Johnson in their R and D department. Cause that's all we knew growing up. Johnson and Johnson, you know, the Absolutely. baby powder, the, the, all the different baby products and stuff. That was a, a a company that stayed in my head. So I was like, man, I would love to work for them. I use their products all my life. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, you know, when, when I got out of college, you know, recession hit. <laughs> yeah. Nobody was getting hired for nothing then, no. okay? I got and, laid off. 
<laughs> Hello. And, you know, I went through a lot of growing pains and different jobs and stuff like that. And at, like, 25, I packed my bags up and I was like, I'm going home because I don't know what's going on. Mm. I need to figure out my life. And when I went home... Um, I was, you know, I was working with my sister at this company. I was still working in a lab, but I was actually working in a construction lab. Funny enough, I'll work mm. in any lab. I love lab settings, period. Love um, that for a black girl. Yeah, I love, I, it doesn't matter what lab you put me in. I, I have worked in every damn lab I could think of. Construction, <laughs> regular R&D, it don't matter. I just love the lab settings. And when I was there, I was having a conversation with my homegirl. And I was just talking about, like, what I wanted to do with my life and stuff. And she was like, well, why don't you just start your own business? And... I was like, doing what, girl? Like, I didn't know what she was talking about. She's like, doing, making your own skincare products. And I promise you, I don't know why in that moment when she said it, it just made, like, the most sense mm -hmm. in that moment. Like, a light bulb just kind of, like, went off for me. And I will never forget it because it was April of 2011. I will never forget that conversation. Mm. And I, from that day, I started doing the research and I started doing all this stuff because when I originally started, it was all like natural skincare. I'm talking like butters, scrubs. Like I started from the root. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like I started from, you know, researching the best types of oils for different types of skin. Because even from the very beginning, my purpose was always to treat different skin types because I always knew like it doesn't you know different skin types has to be treated different ways right and even with just from oils there's different oils for different types of skin types mm -hmm. so I started from there and you know over the years then I expanded and by mm. when I oh, I started at uh, January in 2012 and by about 2015 I really was like man I really want to like expand like my growth in my business I want to do more and it's, it was really like a journey for me of like exploring how far I can go, you know, with my formulating. Like I mm -hmm. really had like sat back for like two years and I did like more research and I started practicing other things and I started like studying other cosmetic chemists and like really like I was home with the books, child. I went it was like I was back <laughs> in school again. And that's why and that's why you should trust what she put what you put on your face. <laughs> like, I, all I, intention. It took me a very, like, when I brought out, like, my, my chemical exfoliants, it was, like, a solid year and a half before I had released those products because I was, mm -hmm. like, I wanted it to be right. Because I'm, like, you know, you messing with chemicals. You're not trying to be burning nobody's skin off. Right. So I wanted right. to make sure everything was good, like, I'm using the right things. And I, you know, the, the journey really was about my own skin. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, where I was at in my skincare process. Mm -hmm. Because when I started with the butters and the scrubs, I was noticing, I'm, like, okay, my skin skin looks good but like something is missing mm -hmm. and I was like hmm and then I would put lotion on and I was like man this lotion seemed to work really well underneath this butter mm -hmm. I need to make my own lotion and then that's where I went I started making a lotion and I was like hmm this lactic acid serum look works really well and I, I found that out when I was in esthetician school one of my faves <laughs> I were I when I was in esthetician school I had I was using this lactic acid body serum and I saw how it helped so much with my eczema on my mm. body. And I was like, huh, I need 
need to make a lactic acid body serum. And that's how that was born. Mm. And then I bought, and then I made this face version. And then I, that's how it kept going. And then when I would have flare ups, I was like, man, I need like a, a line specifically that's just like anti-inflammatory. And that's how I had like the, the oats product, mm. like the goat milk products. Mm-hmm. And then as I kept going, I got to now, you know, 20, 19 mm-hmm. and I was you know I when I look for when I'm ordering ingredients and stuff like that I always order like new ingredients I've never seen and I'm like oh I'm gonna try it out I always like to try new things and mm-hmm. I saw the donkey milk one day and I was like well, what the hell is this that's donkey right, milk. That's, that, you know that was gonna be my next question because I was like where the hell did that donkey milk come from it was literally <laughs> me it's just it. scrolling yes it's, it was literally it just myself. me scrolling <laughs> It was literally like, okay, well, damn, I could do this myself. Why am I going to pay for this? Mm-hmm. And I got all this stuff and I could just do it myself and I can do it how I want to do it. And I was like, mm-hmm. so I always, I would take things from like my favorite products and then make it for myself. And I'm like, okay, and I'll play around with it. I might give it to my friends, let them try it out. And if they like it, then I'm like, oh, great, new product. So when I yes. saw the document extract, I bought like maybe like two ounces of it. And I was like, I'm going to try this out. And I made like a moisturizer. And I made it in 2019. And I remember this because the only two people that ever got the first formula was my mom and my sister. And Mm. that was because right after I had made it, my sister had got into a really bad car accident and I had to fly to Miami because she had to get flown out there for surgery. And, you know, she needed products. I came down there with my hair products and my skincare products. And (laughs) I gave it to them to use and stuff while it was down there. And then I found out I was pregnant. So I was like, there was no products being released that year. <laughs> so, so the donkey milk just got shelved, really. And wow. 2020 came after I had my daughter. And, you know, everything was going crazy then. And one of my good friends with whom I actually work with now, mm-hmm. who's also black girl magic, mm-hmm. also a cosmetic chemist, um, also an esthetician, also a chemical engineer all of we share all those things together and she was talking about she was on twitter talking about y'all need to get into donkey milk and i was like girl i said it's so crazy that you said that because i have this moisturizer that i have never put on the market and it's just sitting there and then Mm. it was like two weeks later i released that and the donkey milk soap and that's literally how that line was born and it was like a couple of people got their hands on it and it just went crazy. And now yeah. we're here. <laughs> and then you had, and then you started coming out with different scents and different, yeah, I was different, I, different versions of the donkey milk. I, and yeah, the I smell ended up with all the different ones. Mm-hmm. It's so clean and it's so uh, comforting. If you all have ever tried the donkey milk soap, I'm talking about the the original formula, not the because mm-hmm. you what do you have a you have you have a couple of different flavors in there. I have, of course, I have it like unscented for you know my mm-hmm. sensitive girlies, and mm-hmm. I have one of my most popular scents is the oatmeal milk and honey. That's that the one. one. That's the one. No, they be treating that thing like crack. Like it okay. does not stay on the shelves. Because it's not the two. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. It's so good. <laughs> it's such a nice, soothing. It's not a heavy scent, but it's very mm-hmm. soothing. It's like very gentle, and mm-hmm. everybody loves it. It's very popular. So explain, and explain like that's for the one that goes. May not know. Oh, sorry. 
I was going to say for people who may oh, not okay. know, for people who may not know um, what donkey milk was designed for, like it's a, a particular mm-hmm. line of products. Um, can you talk a little bit more about like the anti-inflammatory properties and, you know, mm-hmm. like if there are specific issues that this product line targets? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So the way how I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to take it all the way back and I'm going to bring it forward. Right. So okay. all those years ago, it, Egyptian times and stuff, all those people used milk baths. Milk baths has been a thing for centuries. Mm-hmm. One of the most prevalent ones was donkey milk. Um, the mm. reason for that is, is donkey milk is the closest thing properly wise to breast milk. Mm. So you know what breast milk can do. You see Absolutely. how you can put it on babies and put it on your own skin mm-hmm. and it heals rashes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The anti-inflammatory inflammatory properties is very high in it. And so what it does is it basically, whenever you have any kind of like inflammatory response, so acne can be inflammatory response, rosacea, eczema, psoriasis, mm-hmm. dermatitis, mm-hmm. The whole, all of those mm-hmm. are inflammatory responses, whether it's coming from internally or what is coming from externally. Mm-hmm. They're all responses. So what the donkey milk extract does is it helps to either stop the response or keep it from happening to begin with. Right. Okay. So the it's and it's not just even that it's the way how I formulated the products is that the entire product is an anti-inflammatory machine, right? <laughs> so it's formulated that whenever you use it, that it calms your skin. So why it was so popular in 2020 is because everybody was wearing masks. Mm-hmm. The mask was irritating people's skin. So what the donkey milk products was doing, it would calm your skin down. So it would either calm it down and stop what was happening, or it would prevent, prevent. it from getting mm-hmm. irritated to begin mm-hmm. with. So that's what it, and so, and it also helps people with their hyperpigmentation because again, mm-hmm. hyperpigmentation is an inflammatory response. Mm. So people was like, whoa, is this like a, is it have brightening properties? No, but what it does is it stops the tyrosinase inhibitors from acting acting up which is what causes the hyperpigmentation to happen so that's why it works so well even in tandem with brightening products because it's a it slows down that reaction or it stops it or prevents it from even happening so it doesn't matter your skin type it doesn't matter what response you have going on it works for anybody from babies Mm -hmm. all the way up all right, talk to me about a brightening of uh, this brightening situation because you know, we have we have a bit of an issue within our mm-hmm. black community across the board with yes. uh skin lightening lotions bleaching. and soaps <laughs> and creams, you know, bleaching. Yeah, let's just call yes. that what that is. Yes. Um yes. thank you. Let's I couldn't think of the words. word. And yes. words. Uh, <laughs> which is uh, you know, and that that spans across many cultures, right? Where oh, yes. that, which is a yes. form of white supremacy. You know, we always got to bring it back to the OG. Yeah. Now, as usual. <laughs> but so talk to me as a person who may not fully understand that what a brightening serum is. So there is always a thing of too much of something is not good, right? Mm-hmm. So 
when and I've had people ask me if like my products bleach, and I was like, "Have you seen me?" <laughs> well, it's clear they do. Don't. I look like <laughs> this clearly not right? this beautiful complexion, <laughs> right? And I love my complexion, so there's just mm-hmm. no way that that's happening. Um, and people use specific ingredients or they use regular ingredients at high levels mm-hmm. and they formulate them products with those high levels so that you can it basically temporarily takes out the the melanin from your mm. skin and it's temporary because if you stop using it you're just going to come back okay um and what so what happens is um a lot of people of course in those other countries they actually make products specifically for that like it's on the shelves like yeah i i seen it myself and promote it and and with no shame wow. regular brands that's over here mm-hmm. make really? whole lines for bleach oh, oh yeah yes. oh, nivea yeah. ambi all of them uh-huh. ambi all of them they uh-huh. all have oh yes go to the beauty supply yeah. store they'd be like you wanna look like jade I- <laughs> I, visited, I, visited, I visited Tanzania this year and baby they were on the shelves India yes. Korea like yes. it's they have Asian whole commercials countries. and advertising Ooh. that yes. is that it's is geared towards over. bleaching your skin Whiteness yes it's a yes. hell of it's, a drug I tell you it's ya. very okay. it's a very lucrative and yes, popular sure. they don't have no shame about it no over shame. there like everybody is doing it like mm-hmm. it's just a thing and so the difference with my products is my products is not geared to change your skin, skin. complexion yes. no mm-hmm. my products is surely there to even out your skin tone and help to um clear up the hyperpigmentation that has been caused due to like, you know, an acne breakout or sunburn or stuff like that. So it basically helps you return to what your regular skin tone is. To even things It doesn't make you lighter or turn white or Mm -hmm. none of that stuff. No. That's good to know just for people who don't know where to begin because as we were talking about before the episode... I had my mom, Akia, I told Mercedes, my mom apologized to me and my sister recently. And she mm-hmm. said, you know, I'm so sorry that I did not teach you all, like, all of these things about all this different skin shit that's out here. And we were like, girl, first of all, <laughs> everybody was using the same Skin So Soft and Vaseline oh, and yeah. all the Absolutely same all products. You know, we didn't know about the toners <laughs> and the serums <laughs> and the glycerin and the lactic and the like we didn't None. know those things. The hyaluronic and the you know Not one ACH or whatever the AC. I don't know, bitch. I'm learning I'm you're still learning. You <laughs> right. We knew not we knew not It was the other one uh was the other one starts with a C clean and clear clean and clear you know what I'm saying if they came out with a new line that had bubbles you know niggas was excited they were like oh exfoliation and then and then uh what's the one that came out with all the commercials Puffy used it Alicia Keys used it proactive proactive blue bitches out the water oh my god you know what I'm saying this bleach on my face is gonna be incredible to make sure it gets rid of my acne you know this Lysol but I think it's I think it's incredible though that you are um, you are helping Black people because that's not necessarily what 
what we knew or focused on at that time. And we're learning as we go. And so mm-hmm. watching you, because Mercedes be online, you see she's, you see she told you skincare bully. That is, <laughs> no, she teaches, but she will fully bully you into making no, sure you wash your face it's before bed. It's a very hands-on, it's a very hands-on approach to teaching. It's I tough love. Very, it's tough, I love. I get very nudges. No, I think- And I go with it person too. The actual term, the actual formal educational term is called intrusive pedagogy. (laughs) Mercedes will say, it's 7.03. Are you laying in bed? Get up and wash your fucking face. We need that kind of love. We need it. We need it. And the funny part is, it's not even in in a thing on online too, because I do it in person. And Mm -hmm. even when I went, I was on vacation and I was literally in what well, I was in Greece and yeah. I met a black girl out there and she would they had that poor girl out there down bad with some old uh, sunscreen that had her looking what I said I said come here sis and I pull I had my bag of like different sunscreens and I was mm-hmm. like listen you see this bag I said take pictures of these whatever yes. you wear don't ever put that shit on again I know <laughs> that's right yeah I said take glasses. a picture of this bag and this is the stuff that you need to buy or whatever she's like thank you I was like yeah girl because they got you out here looking crazy I'm gonna take that <laughs> off and put this on right now i was so upset. i was like she looks gray and i was like no i'm not gonna have your hair looking like this in front of all these white people mm-hmm. i don't like no. that that cast no because they, they don't make yes. that for us i don't like that because cast everybody is and i'm I, and i have to talk about this because this drives me insane mm-hmm. as somebody is even as an esthetician as well who of course even using skincare products like sunscreen is so important even for black people absolutely and it's especially important for, for us because people. even though we might not sh- especially yes because even though we might not show aging as quickly as other races like when it comes it's there yeah and mm-hmm. even though we don't get like you know cancer caused by the sun as much or it very rarely when we do, most of us die from it because mm-hmm. nobody ever sees it coming. They don't check for it or any mm-hmm. of that. And I try to really encourage us to wear sunscreen because that same anti-inflammatory response, the sun is the biggest, the number one cause of inflammation in your skin. Mm. So acne, all the stuff, if you are a person that already has, like, inflammatory issues, the sun also makes that even worse. That's why so my wearing be sunscreen, in the summer. Yes. Mm-hmm. So wearing sunscreen also helps to prevent that from happening. Mm. So it's, it does so many different things. It helps to prevent hyperpigmentation. It helps to prevent inflammatory response. And you're practically wasting money on skincare if you're not wearing sunscreen because Absolutely. the sun is literally obliterating mm. all the nutrients <laughs> in your skincare products. So what's the minimum so, SPF that we need to be wearing on a daily basis? 30. And and let me explain that too because I know like with sunscreen, a lot of people get confused with certain things. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the number, the top things that you need to know with sunscreen is that SPS 30 is the least amount to have. Okay. You need to be wearing at least a half a teaspoon for your face and neck area. Okay. I don't care if you even just buy a half a a a half teaspoon because I have Mm -hmm. one. I'm not even kidding. It's somewhere on my table here. (laughs) That I will put it in there and measure it out and put it on my face and neck. And I know people feel like, oh, that's a lot. 
if you're wearing a sunscreen where that is too much, that means that that's not the sunscreen you're supposed to be using mm. because sunscreens are also based on skin types. Mm-hmm. So as much as we love black girl sunscreen, the original black girl sunscreen is for the dry skin girls, oily skin girls, acne prone girls. Do yes. not put that in your face because you're going to have the nastiest breakout of grease. your life. Yeah. Or you're going to be grease looking point. like a grease. Yeah. grease like you want yes. with a fry hot I use it on my body, on your but face. it is heavy yes. for my face. Yes. I also use it on my Love it on my body. Mm-hmm. But my face is a no-go. Mm-hmm. So you have to find different um, sunscreens um, that works for your skin type as well so that you don't be having those issues. But it's very important. And you will be surprised the difference in your skin mm-hmm. when you wear sunscreen regularly and if you're outside all the time like for a long period of time every two hours you're supposed to be reapplying reapplying i was going to ask about order Mm -hmm. because i know a lot of times uh with my skincare regimen i get tripped up on what order i should be using my products like moisturizer Mm. toner serum sunscreen does (laughs) it matter um what should be going on first what should be going on last Help me yes. out. <laughs> so you always want to think from thinnest to thickest, right? Okay, good. Sunscreen okay. is always okay. last. Okay. Okay. If you wear makeup, sunscreen is the last thing before you apply makeup. And you always want to give it like 10, 15 minutes for your sunscreen to set before you start applying makeup. Okay. But when it comes to your skincare routine, you know, you start from your cleanser, you have your toner, your serums, um, then your moisturizer, then sunscreen. Now, where it gets a little crazy is... Because you use, you have like serums, toners, essences of like different stuff, Mm -hmm. depending on what it is, if it's not like an active, you can usually mix them together. Okay. Okay. Like if it's not, if you're not, if it's not like exfoliating or something like that or retinol, Mm -hmm. you can mix them together most of the times and you're fine. You don't usually want to mix actives because it can mess with the efficacy of it. So you usually, Mm -hmm. you know, apply those singularly. Now, if you're using retinols, that's another one that you can play around with because... Due to the strength of retinol, you can move that around your routine based on your skin tolerance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if your skin built for tough, you could put that bad boy <laughs> on right after you cleanse. Okay. No problems. Oh, no. Okay. But if you might need a little buffer, you can put it on before, like put all the rest stuff on and then put that on. Then your moisturizer, you can put it on after your moisturizer. Okay. But that's one you can move around at night. Okay. Does oh, everyone nice. need you notice? Does everyone need um? So like, talk to me a little bit about retinols. Okay. Well, generally, okay. I have like a two part question because the doll mm-hmm. is turning forty next month. Yay! Don't look and, <laughs> and I feel like there have been things that I've been trying to do in the way of anti aging. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to go crazy because I don't things have not gotten out of control, but this is just sort of things we're doing to prevent. Right. Yes. So but the thing is, it is very easy to sort of get swept away. Talking all while and crazy. Machine, right. Mm-hmm. So give is there sort of a sensibility around sort of like when's the right time to be. Uh, thinking about anti-aging, how far do we need to go? Does everyone need retinol? Is this something we can do occasionally? Um. Okay, so retinol, we call vitamin A, which is like retinol, right? We call mm-hmm. it the skin vitamin, Okay. right? The reason for that is because it does so much. It mm-hmm. is the anti-aging 
restorative. Yeah. It's that thing that, you know, it helps to slow down everything, prevent the wrinkles, all of that stuff. That's something I would tell somebody, like, if you're really into sun, um, into skincare, stuff like that, start it in your 30s. Okay. You And it doesn't, it does not have to be, you know, every single day. Actually, it really shouldn't have to be in every day at all. Um, That you can do two to three times a week mm-hmm. in your routine. Um. I think it's a great way. It's a great. You can start it right now and start with something light because I don't okay. honestly like you. You don't. It's not like you're you're out here like, oh, my God, I got wrinkles and I just you're right. you're doing preventative. So mm, you're adding right. in your routine. You can use it like two days a week and you'd be just fine. OK, OK, OK. Nothing okay. wild, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at night only. At night, it's best. Yeah, because I mean, the girls, and I get it. Because, you know, you go into the altar and you tell the girls you're looking for anti aging, they start to sell you a thousand things. You'd be like, girl, I didn't come in here for all of that. I did not. At all. Right. Right. I just need one thing, two things, just to give me a little something. So I was just asking mm-hmm. for those of us who can get overwhelmed with all of the products that are available. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I always tell people, I was like, I think some of my favorites, like Paula's Choice. One percent retinol is probably one of my favorite. Um, okay, but I wouldn't necessarily. That's on a on a stronger side. Okay, um, mm-hmm. they have a a, a a smaller one. I think it's point three. Okay, and I always suggest that one is the point three with the two percent bakuchol. I think is what is that one. I always recommend that one for people like starting out. Mm-hmm. Using like two, two, one to two times a week or whatever mm-hmm. to start as your like introduction to retinol. That one or um. Uh, Versed, I think it's Press Restart. I think they have a mm-hmm. retinol cream as well. Okay. One of those two, just to kind of dip your feet in there. Okay. And use like twice a week. And that's okay. fine. Like you don't have to, like preventative is always good to do preventative. That way, you know, you're not scrambling mm-hmm. after the fact. Yes. Preventative, you can do so much and you can prevent so much. So mm-hmm. if you start now, you're going to be fine. Okay. Okay. I love this. So, Thank you okay. so much. Now, mm-hmm. can you give us a little difference between the acids the glycolic by the glycerin with the the ac <laughs> whatever you know out, like, so you have salicylic <laughs> like tell us what's what <laughs> so, <laughs> when you're dealing with like chemical exfoliants you know you have glycolic you have lack like the main ones glycolic lactic um mandelic is <clears throat> excuse me okay. the three that you hear and then you've started to hear azelic acid as well as of late uh-huh. um but the three, you have like lactic, which is great for dry skin. Okay. Oh. Um, and it's probably on a more bigger mo- molecule side, so it's more gentler on the skin. Um, glycolic is probably the strongest one because it has smaller molecules, so okay. it really can get the skin going. Okay. Um, but it works well too. Um, and then you have mandelic, which is great for black skin. Mm. Absolutely great. It's also bigger molecules. It all it has research wise. It has shown to do really well um, with black skin, especially with like black women as well. Um, mm-hmm. Which is crazy because you don't see a lot of it in the market as much. And I was going to ask you because I don't see that often. Who makes a good Mandelic be- acid one- serum? I'm going to remember. Sorry, I put this. you. It's going to come back to me. Okay, no, it's we'll going to. I always forget, but it, it will come back to me because I know it. Because I, I know I have bought it, and now I just can't, can't think of it. But it's going to come back to okay, me. Okay, no, I'm that's fine. We'll revisit. We'll come back. But, um, it is. I think one of the reasons why you don't see it a lot, even with smaller brands, is because 
you can't it's very hard to get your hands on mm-hmm. the acid like you have to get it from overseas unless like you're a big company over here mm-hmm. because I believe they were using it to make meth child so oh. you know they had to like bring it <laughs> I'm sorry that's not funny Girl. I mean, because I was like I don't understand why I can't find it in the US like they have it locked down like you have to have like licenses all kind of stuff to really get your hands on it because they've been using it to be doing all kinds of illegal stuff so you can't just get oh, it like boy. how you can order lactic and glycolic acid from companies mm-hmm. yeah so that's why you probably don't see it okay like and even with smaller brands and stuff like that even with me because i was like i but i still plan to make some because i really do like mandelic acid i i do um look for that but yeah and azelic acid um it's really good for acne Mm. so you're starting to see that pop up a lot more and it's very gentle okay um but it's it's great for acne um and then i know people like to ask about hyaluronic acid but that's not a chemical exfoliant that's a hydrator um Mm -hmm. amazing for hydrating your skin and giving your skin that boost Mm -hmm. um of hydration it needs as the uh like what is hyaluronic acid and um what is the other one called there's another one that I use as well. And of course, I can't remember it right now. And it'll come to me as well. But there's two. Um, the Inky List sells polyglutamic acid. There we go. Oh. Um, those two. Polyglutamic acid is amazing for hydration. Okay. And it's great for people on the West Coast okay. because it doesn't like sometimes with hyaluronic acid because the air is dry Mm -hmm. sometimes people get that feeling like it's drying out their skin okay but with polyglutamic acid you don't get that same feeling Mm. so it doesn't pull like that so it's all it that one is a little bit better suited you hear that for people in dry climates Mm. so you're in dry climates Mm. go hit up inky list their polyglutamic acid is awesome oh yeah i see them all the time at sephora Okay. I use them. I use them together. Now, okay. So <laughs> for a person like myself who didn't know all of that, but just be getting mm-hmm. hype, I put on toner. Sometimes mm-hmm. I put on two kinds of toner, and then I be putting on every acid I got. Hyaluronic. <laughs> I be putting on glycolic lactic. You just said lactic's good for dry skin. I was like, I definitely don't have dry skin, but I use it. <laughs> no, but it's still it's great for dry skin, but other skin types can for, use it. So yeah. if I be layering like that, and then with serums and moisture and oils <laughs> at the end, like I go to bed looking very Crazy. shiny. But it, I mean, you know, th- what is what am I doing? Am I doing a lot for no reason? Or um, not necessarily. Okay. So some people like yes, longer no. routines more than other people. Some people it's therapeutic. <laughs> Mine yes. is more of like a, I don't know which one of this shit's so, for me. So one, I'm, one thing, <laughs> I'm going to baptize myself in every product I have. <laughs> yeah, we age, we age, we not aging, y'all. We not aging. We not aging. The one here. thing I would always stress not to do is to apply. To, like multiple chemical exfoliants in your routine okay, at yes. once. Okay, that because some yes. people have been doing that because they don't realize certain products contain it, oh. and that can literally damage Ouch. your skin so bad. That sounds like it burns. And you get the comp- it can. It if your skin starts to dry out and it starts to get really sensitive and then you start to break out and then you mm-hmm. start, you get the worst breakout you've ever seen in your life because your moisture barrier is now broken. Right, and it's because <laughs> it's trying to overwork, right? Is that yes. what it is? So okay. now you're going to have to fix it in order to repair it before you can do anything else. I learned mm-hmm. that the hard way by doing a Peter Thomas Roth exfoliant and then a fucking Kiehl's mat- clay mask this was many moons ago, but it was like, 
then I learned Ouch. later on as I, you know, I was like, oh, you just exfoliated the fuck out of your skin. Yeah, <laughs> you, you did, girl. To, I now you dried it out some more. So I needed to <laughs> moisturize it. So it was so now I've I've learned that lesson. I'm like, if we scrub, I'm, we don't mask. <laughs> I'm just I'm just happy you have a face. Thank after you. you did what you <laughs> did. I did that once. <laughs> it was only once. <laughs> Jade went through that, so hopefully y'all sink. don't have to. Yes. Like, Lord have mercy. It was, it was just disintegrated. But I learned that the hard way. I started burning. I had a little sunburn here, but I hadn't been in the sun. I said, okay, I think we did too much. So I'd like to know the balance. I'm glad you were able to kind of paint those pictures for a clarify because mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of us out there who is just yes. using shit. Mm-hmm. I would like to take yep, yep. a point of privilege, if I may, <laughs> to get on my soapbox. You know, my friends are going to uh, know exactly what I mean when I fin- when you know as I keep talking. But one of the things that I tend to stress in my own relationships is the importance of washing your makeup off, because the girls, the girls love to lay down in their beats and wake up wondering why their skin is acting like a Republican the next day. (laughs) They also don't wash their brushes and that's very important. We have got to talk about, this is something that is really plaguing our community, okay? Mm -hmm. Especially, especially, and I know the girls might get upset with me, but y'all can't fight. So this is what I'm saying. (laughs) Now, in the way of lashes, okay, and eyelash extensions. <laughs> mm. There's many, many people who have who forego properly cleansing their faces to maintain their lashes. Okay, mm. and this is a problem Why? that we're having because I can see your eye crust and boogers from across yeah. the street because you are not washing your face appropriately. Mm. And I just wanted you as a professional. To speak to the critical importance of the girls properly cleansing their faces, especially if they're wearing makeup. Because they don't want to listen to me. Maybe they will listen to you. (laughs) Let me tell you, that is something like I, I stress so much. Like, it's not even just the makeup thing alone it's just like even if you wasn't wearing makeup you've Mm -hmm. been outside you've laid down you've been around people coughing you've been like you just have like you know all this particles in the air Mm -hmm. you know you just you don't know what you're experiencing you don't put your hand in your face 57 times you know you don't know what your hands have Mm -hmm. you've touched and, yes. and then yeah. you do that and then you go and you lay in your bed mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. put your face that has all this ass particles that you've been <laughs> exposed to <from> outside <laughs> in your bed so somebody else's ass particles is now on your pillowcase right especially if you've like, been on the train Right, listen, oh, if you do public transportation and you don't just pressure wash yourself when you get home, I don't even know what you're doing with yourself. I just don't, I don't even know. Because the I things mean, that you see... Because I have two young, small children. And you, your children are like germ Filth. masters. Yes. Okay? They, they, fucking they attract, like, I they literally attract just... Filth. 
toss they them into filled. the tub at night because <laughs> like they get into tub. everything so i can't imagine being in the public transportation just being out all day or working in the office around mm-hmm. people who don't wash their hands who was playing with their cats before they came into you know just Ooh. whatever it is people are doing and so mm. if you do all of that and then you add makeup my god <laughs> on top of that yeah right yeah yeah. And then you sleep on that. You are literally mm. falling asleep. You're clogging your pores. Mm. Your skin is dehydrated because a lot of y'all girls be going out drinking. And you got your makeup on. So right. now you got dirt. You got makeup. And Don't then you have dehydrated no co- your skin. coconut water to offset it or nothing. Nothing. And then so you your skin is now dehydrated. Um, Even when you go to bed at night, you know, just the air, if you went AC and stuff like that, that dries your skin out. Mm-hmm. And if if you are acne prone, you are just you just don't like yourself at that point because <laughs> you go to sleep with acne prone skin with makeup on, you gonna wake up looking like pizza. So it's just a bad idea. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Just don't if you can prevent it, don't do it. Like if there is one thing in life that I just do not do, I will not go to sleep with makeup on my face. I just will not. I yeah, don't care no. if I was drunk. I don't care what I was doing that night. I'm taking the makeup off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't give. I'll take nothing else off. Mm-hmm. The makeup is coming off. Mm-hmm. It's coming so off. So it's like I, I, yeah. I implore everybody. You know, your nighttime routine is the most important routine. Mm-hmm. And if, even if you don't do anything but wash and moisturize your face, you will be surprised just doing that on a regular basis. How much healthier your skin would be. And changing your pillowcases. Yes. Because regularly. I don't understand. How I know some of y'all ain't did it for like three months. Which is, oh, I do, uh, baby. Once a week, I am these. I can't get into pillowcases. Come off. Yes. And this so, is with know, a shower every night and a face wash every night, and a know, decolletage moisturization as well. People have different proximities to cleanliness. It's just a part yes. of life that uh, I have accepted. Mm-hmm. People are filthy. But as for me. <laughs> all i can say is that i just i just believe that skin is a big organ it's it's a living thing and what we mm-hmm. when we put makeup on it we're literally like covering our pores and when we keep that makeup on like you're suffocating your skin girl mm-hmm. don't yeah, do that i don't I have one and more I, question. I want people, oh. and I just want to say this before you ask. Please. I just I want people to think about <clears throat> skincare, like to think about taking showers. Um, think about it as just that part of your self care. Like mm-hmm. your face is the first thing you see, the first thing somebody else sees, and stuff like that. And a lot of people, you know, when they break out or whatever, it literally destroys their day like people having whatever blemishes and stuff like that it attacks their self-esteem mm-hmm. they don't feel as good in the morning and i just try to like push people and say you know what i'm not asking you to do this whole routine and stuff like that i again i'm a mom of two small children mm-hmm. i don't have time to be doing 47 routine um skincare routine i ain't got time yeah. i got about three yeah. minutes before my kids mm-hmm. come and throw my serum across the room mm-hmm. so, <laughs> seriously like i before it turns into a party so i gotta get this done quickly so a simple cleanser a little toner maybe yeah. and a moisturizer and call it a day and go your merry way it's so simple it can take literally two minutes out of your time and you will be so much more happier mm-hmm. doing it honestly mm-hmm. 
okay talk to us a little bit before we go because we've held mm-hmm. you about um oil <laughs> cleansing okay so i enjoy oil cleansing okay. um it is something basically you, you have well, depending skin? on the type of product like i have combination oily skin okay that's okay. where i'm at okay so that's good to right. know so but it doesn't matter your skin type unless oil, you're oil, maybe like oil cleansing control. works for everyone regardless of your skin yes type. it, it okay. just right it's but just I, the only it. people that i would shy the only people i would shy away from it would be people who might be a little bit more sensitive okay because of the rubbing um, mm. sometimes that rubbing can irritate their skin. Okay. So I, I usually don't suggest it for them. Okay. Um, and especially if they're sensitive acne prone to, definitely I wouldn't suggest it just because okay. their skin is just really sensitive to friction. Okay. And sometimes that alone can cause breakouts. Okay. Um, but for most part, most people can, and I just stress that it does not need to be a long process because the way how oil cleansing works is it's basically um, you're pulling, you know, the oil and dirt and stuff out of your skin using the oil. So you're like, oh, I'm sorry. You're rubbing the stuff in Mm -hmm. and you can do it for like 30 seconds. Okay. And literally you can like pimples disappear. Like Mm -hmm. your skin feels so much cleaner. What kind of oil? Depends. Okay. So yes. you can use um if you're in your home and you want to try something like regular, you can mm-hmm. use like sweet almond oil, jojoba okay. oil. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or if you want to get real fancy, you know, you can go to Korean skincare route and mm-hmm. get one of their like the, the um the DHC cleansing oil. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um there's there's emulsifying cleansing oils where okay. when it water hits it, it turns into like soap. Oh. Um yeah. Yeah, they have different ones. Yep. Okay. Um, they have um, they have a myriad of them, from ranging from pure oil all mm-hmm. the way to the emulsifying oils. And I always tell people, like at night, if you don't have to oil cleanse every night, but if, especially if you wear makeup, yes. oil cleansing is the best thing you can do. Oh, okay. It, that's I'm what so can glad. get most of that <laughs> off using yes. oil cleanser. That makeup wise. Girl, clean your feet with that. Use oil <laughs> cleanser. She said, and clean then, your feet with that. Yeah, makeup doesn't do anything. No, it really thing. doesn't. That's the thing. So this <laughs> it is, does not do it. On, we put makeup on, and we actually, like, you put makeup on, you literally put on powder to set it, right? And yes. so when, after you set it, you need, to me, I use the oil to sort of break up all that. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to, yeah. like, break up the mask. Yep. So so you can really get it off. So I usually oil cleanse to sort of move the makeup and get it like off, like, you know, start agitating it. Then mm-hmm. I oil cleanse and then I'll follow up with my regular sort of moisturizing cleanser because my skin is normal to dry. Um, but but that oil changes the game mm-hmm. for the makeup. It really yep. does get a, a lot of times if you want to see the difference. This is the thing. When I started, like, I started using a makeup wipe, washing my face, right? Then go back with mm-hmm. another makeup wipe and see how much dirt is still left on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makeup wipes just kind of move things around. That yeah. all kind of <laughs> it all <laughs> about it. Yeah. yeah. Like I, don't, a paper I don't even own makeup mess. wipes. I, I really don't. I don't use makeup wipes. Like, if I use makeup, I am definitely using 
um, either oil cleanser or my donkey milk facial cleanser because that's mm-hmm. the one damn oh, cleanser. She that is me. that girl. Listen, girl. <laughs> now, what about micellar water? Gets What's micellar water? I like micellar water, but micellar I don't want to water is, professional opinion. Like, micellar water is good for like in the mornings. Oh. It's a really good, like, if you need, like, if you don't need, like, the whole bunch of you just want to refresh your face, uh-huh. that's great to use in the morning. Like, some people say, like, using, like, cleansing, they might feel like it's drying their face out in the morning. Micellar water is a great um, alternative to that. Okay. Ooh. It's super gentle mm-hmm. um, to use. And if you're somebody who has, like, especially if you have dry skin like that, that's a good alternative to use. Okay. It's I always also keep really bottle. good. I don't for... know what it was for. Yeah, it's also really good for taking off your lashes. You know, the girls just rip those things mm-hmm. off. Yeah, no, you got to massage. Make you got to massage. something and just loosen yeah. up. Just take a Q-tip with some oil and you just yes. rub it. So that's what I, I did a little, you know, my little round pats. And I would do that mm-hmm. if I, you know, I don't, yeah. I'm not a big makeup person. I, it's very special occasions. But I know that a little oil would help me to get those lashes off where I'm not ripping my fucking eyeballs out. You know yeah, what and, and that's what I tell people, you know, even and I'm I'm still going to circle it back even to my donkey milk products as usual, because yes. that cleanser does the Lord's work. Ooh, and the reason yeah. why is because most foam cleansers are usually for oily skin. Mm-hmm. My donkey milk cleanser is a foam cleanser, but it's a hydrating cleanser. Mm-hmm. So it works across the board from mm-hmm. the most sensitive of skin, dry skin, oily skin. It doesn't matter. And it's anti-inflammatory. So. Not only does it dent makeup off, mm-hmm. it doesn't dry your skin out. Mm-hmm. And then it helps with breakouts and it helps with rosacea and eczema and all that good stuff. So it's a great way foundation mm-hmm. when you cleanse your skin. And then you can use um, the Donkey Milk Moisturizer, which is excellent for dry skin. Mm-hmm. But my oily skin girls use it too. So oh, yes, especially this type of year, because <laughs> this that's what I use now in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. So it's like those products... Are the foundation are great foundational products to have in your routine, and I always say, well, if you ever like, if you go on my website and you're like, hmm, where do I start? The Donkey Milk Face Duo, agreed. Cleanser, okay. moisturizer, agreed. That's yeah. what you start with because that is gonna take care of everything to start. Agreed. If you dealing with any kind of issues. It's going to help to repair it because it helps. Mm-hmm. It contains ceramides. All those document products mm-hmm. contain ceramides. And ceramides are part of the building blocks in your skin. Mm-hmm. So what it does is it makes sure that your skin is strong to withstand whatever. So if you're going to use like actives and anything else, before you start doing those things, you want to make sure that your skin itself mm-hmm. is Strong. It makes sure it's not, you don't have any issues with your moisture barrier. It makes sure your skin isn't drying out because all those things are the foundation. And if you have cracks in that foundation, if you start using everything else, mm-hmm. it's going to make it worse. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that your cleanser and your moisturizer mm-hmm. are doing the Lord's work. Because if those two things aren't working, everything yeah. else you do on top will not matter. I love hearing your passion for the foundation of what you do. You know what I'm saying? Yes, the, the, the it's, that's my thing. <laughs> I think that's so awesome because so often we we see a lot of influencers who have knowledge based off of you know, or they'll just be estheticians. Which that's I'm not. That's not a slight. That just means mm-hmm. that's what you went to school for. The fact that you have an extra a layer there where we've listened mm-hmm. to how you chemically 
think about how this is going to respond to this type of skin in this type of situation. I think that's so fascinating and I think it's so awesome what you're doing, Mercedes. And before we go, because we have held you up, <laughs> I need to make sure I order. I've enjoyed it. I need to order my stuff before this episode Listen, drops. Because y'all about, host I'm about to over here filling up my car because the girls is not going to catch First me. First and foremost. They're not going to get my, I'm going to get my Before this episode drops. Absolutely. And I, I just wanted to know that they, they they better be stay tuned because we have some things so coming that's through. What, that so. was my last question. Please <laughs> tell us what to look for from Azora Botanical Beauty. We want to know. You know, we've been we know we've been rebranding and we're gonna be releasing some things soon. We're gonna have some new looks and things. So mm-hmm. y'all gonna be seeing all kind of new things coming soon. You know, you might have a new product. You know, you were heard it from me. You know, Exora be coming and snatching everybody's pockets out here. Okay. So just know, keep an eye out. And if you don't already know me as usual, like you can follow me uh, on a skincare bully and the skincare bully on Instagram mm-hmm. and it's Exora BB I X O R A B B on all platforms and mm-hmm. Exora BB as the website mm-hmm. and you know if you never heard of Donkey Milk before today was the day and you're welcome yeah flex on flex on them I think yes. that's the perfect close you, you know what I'm saying like <laughs> That's a, okay. Pe- she said, "Period, poo." So we're gonna put all of that information that Mercedes just gave y'all in the description box. You see why she is the skincare bully? She showed you right oh, there. Do what I can of this kitchen table talk. I think that's it, Mercedes. Thank you so 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 much, Mamacita, for coming through and thank you for having me. I had an amazing time. Yo, <laughs> shit out of us. You have to come back when. Everything you know, revamps and drops. We want you back. We want you back. You know, it's nothing but a word and an invite, and I'm there. Yes. <laughs> all right, y'all. Y'all heard it here first. Make sure you check the description box for all of the information. If you need to go back and listen again and take notes, I admonish you to do so. We learned so much today, kids. <laughs> did we not? I know that's right. And I know that's right. And we're going to stay tuned and see you all for the next segment. Sit tight. Yes. Once again, this week's Kitchen Table Talk is sponsored by Illuminating Intersectionality, a new three-part video series brought to you by Target's Black Beyond Measure platform and hosted by Fran of Hey Fran, Hey and the Friend Zone podcast, Chef Jade of All Jades, and Dr. Takia Robinson of the Getting Grown podcast. It's us! Check out the first episode <laughs> of Illuminating Intersectionality. Check out the first two episodes of Illuminating Intersectionality at youtube.com slash loudspeakers network right now. I deserve a it's time for the self-care and um mine is very jade and very virgo this week (laughs) i might have said this before but so let me take you all a little story back 2020 pandemic hit but bought us a apartment-sized washing machine i remember that okay you remember that i do i would like you all to know that that washing machine never worked (laughs) And that was a great lesson of impulse buying. (laughs) Um, The dryer has always worked. The washing machine 
did not work. Uh, I don't know, and I'm you. You know how I am with reviews mm-hmm. and consumer reports, and you know I do my research. Mm-hmm. I must have been. Th- this must be indicative of the state of of the world in which we were in, and how I purchased this. Why I bought this washing machine from some company that was based in China, and it was uh, fucking god awful to try to figure out mm-hmm. how to get this thing fixed, replaced. I don't even remember where I ordered the thing from. And I said, who were you in that moment when you did this? This is not like you. <laughs> and so I hired task rabbits to try to figure it out. I looked up manuals and translated them like all kinds of shit to try to get this thing fixed. Needless to say, it was 300 something dollars down the drain. Okay, should have just literally lit $300 bills <laughs> on fire because that's essentially what I did. So I put the bitch downstairs because at this point it is taking up space in my home. I have tried all these measures. I have wasted hundreds of dollars trying to figure out how to fix it. And it was dumb. Meanwhile, we're still going to the laundromat. So recently, you know, we've been even busier and things have been going and it's getting harder. You know, Tristan has multiple roles in his job Mm -hmm. and I have multiple jobs and it's just become a nightmare And we revisited this idea and I did what I should have done in the first goddamn place, my research (laughs) and found me a good two by 2.2 cubic foot black and Decker portable washing machine. Perfect for any apartment, RV uh, and small space. (laughs) So bought that. You hook that bitch right up to the sink and plug it in. You know, you get the hosiery together. You figure out where you're, you're going to drain. Your, you got to make sure you have a drain area. And I put it on a dolly because how this really fits in an RV, I have no fucking clue. But anyway, um, so, you know, did all the little hookup shit. Washed six loads of clothes oh, yesterday. And let me tell y'all something. It felt incredible so So everybody who's listening to this who has a house or an apartment with a wash and dry condo whatever who has that amenity god bless you for having it all this time i know y'all are sitting up here saying well okay (laughs) well it is a nightmare and a half traveling with your goddamn laundry i want you to know that and i feel incredible to be able to do that in my home um Thank you so much. I appreciate Very that. Um, that's my self-care this week. I feel really good about that. What's yours? So my self-care is very simple. Well, it's kind of twofold. I had an awesome uh, awesome birthday weekend with Toya and had many, many bouts of just unbridled yes. laughter. <laughs> I mean, yes. there's so many times where we... You know, you know when you just connect with people who are on the that, that are the same kind of dumb with you. Yes. You know, there's yes. like a certain yes. kind of like you know, I don't know, but there was there was just so yes. much synergy. No, it, it's a special belly stupid yes. laugh you get to there do. Was so much synergy yeah. in yeah. our sort of unit, and I really just had awesome, amazing, wonderful laughs with the girls this weekend. Um, I and I that. also. Uh, purchased myself a brand new luxurious bathrobe. So our friend Nikki from Zen and the Yes, Nikki! Is, uh, you Who know... I think I, just had a birthday, maybe? Yes, I think so. 
But um, yes, happy belated. Also has sort of stepped into a different lane of self-care, if you will. Um, Ooh. And by, by uh, offering these luxurious bathrobes. Um, Ooh. Amazing colors. I'll be sure to send the links. Please. Um, but, you know, it's a good, sturdy, heavy, luxurious, velvet sort of bathrobe situation. I purchased a black one. Oh, yes, they come in three velvet. colors. There's like a gray color and like a, a, a really deep maroon ox blood moment. Ooh, um, that's going to be for your But girl. this is like your good robe. This is your good, good robe. Okay. okay. Okay, this is not your take on vacation. This is robe. not your take on vacation robe. This is when you are in, you know, just in your home luxuriating, mm-hmm. and you just mm-hmm. want to be wrapped. Yes. At the, imagine, imagine getting out of the shower, adorning yourself with all of your butters and mm. oils, and you just Ooh, this smooth is a mini and, inside my yes, you just smooth and smelling yes. good, and you just wrap yourself in this plush bathrobe yeah so i have procured yeah. one of those today i'm very excited mm-hmm. about the self-care and it is my hope i don't know i don't i'll have to i'll have to reach out to nikki because it is my hope that at some point you know i'm seeing you know black you know as the holidays wind down this will be a good sort mm-hmm. of getting back to myself moment after we have, you know, the holidays can sort of drain you. This is how I'm going to restore myself after the holidays. I love that. I love that for you, sister, and I love that for me because I'm about to get one. Yes, indeed. Well, um, I think those are amazing self-cares. I think those are true self cares do you hear me okay we really took care of ourselves this week in ways that make us feel good how did you take care of yourself this week to make yourself feel good it doesn't have to be in monetary tangible things it could be in anything let us know in the comments let us know wherever you're listening uh we want to have a self-care episode and i think we need to have that before the year is out we've been promising for a while agreed but in the meantime it's time to get negative before we head on out of here so let's get on over to these petty peeves let's do it And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. All right. Um, I, if you, if you watch my Instagram stories, you might have some idea about what my petty peeve might be. Oh. I was approached by a young woman over the weekend who uh, had some thoughts and feelings about my hair. Um, Um, Outside of your hair looks nice, what the fuck else does she have to say to you? This young woman felt as though my... So this is sort of, okay. She said to me, and I quote... Do you see how your hair looks, Fox? And my hair looks real? I have an, an um, 
I have a method for doing fox locks um, that mimics an authentic um, dreadlock, but without you having to lock your hair and you need my information. And I said, oh, no, no, thank you. I'm good. Thank you so much. And she doubled down and said, so you like the fox look? And it was at this point <laughs> that Girl, I, get the fuck away from me. I was like, wow. So, so <laughs> I don't, I just don't understand what is going on in the minds of these people. And I can only deduce that there is nothing. There's nothing going on in the mind. Yeah, no, because who raised you? It wasn't anybody. Who raised you to be talking to people like that? What's First the of all, wrong with you? the word is faux locks. F-A-U-X. Faux locks. Oh, she, oh, wait, hold she on. She was saying wait, fox wait a locks. I just realized. So I thought that was a method no, or something. No. I, she thought she was saying faux, but she was saying fox locks. I don't know. Maybe she didn't think. But maybe She thought that the word faux was pronounced fox. Oh, nigga. That is amazing. <laughs> and I feel like I I am a person who has a lot of opinions. I also have learned that in my life, those opinions are mine. And I don't have to share Wait a minute. that comes to my mind. Wait, okay. Fox Locks is not a type of lock. Fox Locks is not a type of lock. She thought it was... Oh, I did not. I was waiting on you to get it. Welcome. Welcome. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. And I am going oh, to share with you. Oh, it was so obvious the whole time. I'm going to share oh, with you God. what her hair looks Ooh. like. If you, if I want to know what the fuck her business name is. Put it out. She doesn't have. Well, she didn't give me because I did. I refused to take her information because I was I was completely aghast at how she spoke to me. Um. <laughs> Fox Fox. And when you see what she looks like, you too are going to be aghast. But. Okay. My petty peeve is for people and their unsolicited opinions. Um and for people who are both strong and wrong. I'm going to send you two videos. And I want you to know that this is the young woman who said that my hair require her services. For those of you who had you not seen my story, I sent it to your, oh, well, yeah, it might take a little while because I don't know, my service is not doing well in Seattle, but um, you should have gotten them now. Let me see. Oh, here they come. Okay. If you follow me on social. Oh, wait, it's this girl behind us. Yes. Well, what was I doing? I missed this because I definitely do. So this was okay. So she, okay. Do you see so, her hair, sis? Wait, I do. I so what I'm trying to understand is this girl 
working. The, so this is okay. She worked at the, so you at the front in, desk in the hotel. Yeah, and you tried to. Okay. Oh, okay. I just want. Um, now listen. There's no shame. There's no shade. I think that they're all, all different types of uh, locks and um, <clears throat> styles and things that are suited for all all different types of people. I know there are various opinions about Jay-Z's free-forming style I locks. I hear the debate, um, you know, the variations of, of locks, but this young lady came up to but me. But you don't get to. Yes. Yeah. She came, she approached you don't, me. I was standing there minding my business, saying nothing to no one. And she approached me and told me that I needed her services because my hair looked because fox. your fox locks. My hair looked fox, and her hair looked real. I can't believe it took me that long to realize <laughs> okay. that she meant fox. But that's my petty peeve. My petty peeve is I am. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And these unsolicited, like I just I, never I walk up been to approached someone, by multiple people where I haven't. I would never walk up to someone and say, "I don't like the way you look." <laughs> like I'm not going to insult you to get your business. Yeah. Like I just don't find that to be a method that makes sense. It would be entirely different if I saw her hair and said, oh, man, I like that. Will you blah, 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 blah. But I was literally standing there being an African-American, living the life that God gave me. And she came up to me and told me that I needed her, that my hair looked fox. And then when I told her that I was I'm okay, she said, oh, so you like looking fox. I said, well, first of all, it's faux. I would have looked her dead in it's her faux face. Locks. And secondly, oh. I need you to get from around me before I go upside your head. Mm. And then she had I the nerve just to say. Her right in her face and said, then she had the nerve to say, oh, you in New Orleans, loosen up. And I said, I'm finna loosen up on your. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finna loosen up. Send me more mini lotions to room 34B <laughs> and stop talking to me. I'm finna loosen up. Here. I'm finna loosen up your jaw. You gonna get you gonna loose, bitch. We about to get motherfucking loose. I'm finna loosen up. <laughs> she was like, oh, you in New Orleans, loosen up. I said, oh, I'm finna loosen up. If you don't get from around me, it's finna get real loose. I, I have a large family from New Orleans. You and your unsolicited... Uh, pushy ass services don't have nothing to do with with that. I tell you that right now. So I mean, people are still audacious here, and ridiculous. And that's just where we are. And furthermore, I just looked at that head, and I'm being real generous. nice and kind. You're being like, generous. Feel me? You see? You're being. Generous. I am. I really am. So, chill. <laughs> and that is another episode of getting grown. <laughs> did you share your petty peeve? Oh, did I? I don't think you did. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> Look at Jay oh, trying man. to skip lunch. Shit. She's trying to skip out on y'all. Trying to fully. I am. I'm trying to hurry up and go eat my cat. Um, these, these pants is too little. Child Tia Mori done now. This divorce. And she is on TikTok doing. 
She done posted That's TikTok every guy. day since she announced the divorce, y'all. What's happening? Is she okay? Can we, can we have an honest? Can we have an honest conversation? <laughs> Is she all right? I'm I'm concerned. Anybody I, ever roll she's, past she's, there? She's heartbroken. I'm Somebody sure. Somebody needs to ride like past they, there and check know, on her. They were together Just, a we long gotta time. ride past and check on her, please. Cause she getting dressed. Yeah, and cause on. Tamaga's not doing it. She's busy at the one at the vineyard. Jesus, Lord, have you know, seen. like. Just go check on Tia, cause something. I I don't know. I don't want to be the people. You know, the people online were doing all kinds of speculation, and I would never be the person who hops in this lady's mentions and says, "Get your family back together." No, because no. what the I'm, fuck? I want to just weird. make sure if she's truly okay, then I'm happy for her. I just want to make sure that she truly. Yeah. Is. She she does love. The socials. She is dancing down on a TikTok, and I just want to make sure that she's all right. She says she likes to dance, well, so good. maybe like okay. that's well, just her way. You know I what I'm saying? Will allow her to do that and mind my business. That's what I'll do. But what's your petty peeve? <laughs> oh damn! Because um, <laughs> you oh, thought we was going to talk out of it, no, okay. ma'am. Did I was really I was I it's the first first episode hello uh, history breaking on getting girl this is the very first time you've seen me trying to fully skirt out of the baby um, Jade is trying to skirt out of negativity we went to never thought we'd see the day right because it's really because I'm trying to get to catfish Understood. we went to uh Alex English's oh, um yes you did live show the other day Crystal Jean and I, I'm so beyond proud of Alex and let me tell you how my boy was up on stage you gotta get Alex looking like a comedian doing a special we need to do that. you know what yes let's do that because yes. we need to talk about his trajectory mm-hmm. um he had on his white t-shirt and his sneakers and his jeans or his little corduroy pants but then you know white t-shirt but then he had the earring and he had the blazer i said oh you're in your bag nigga. <laughs> but anyway um so we was out we were out at his show and then afterwards we were like it was a little reunion so we went to eat mm-hmm. and um you know, fellowship mm-hmm. saw also uh, comedian Amina Imani, uh, my home girl, who I'm also super proud of. Both her and Alex have both recently been featured um, on Amy Schumer's show. Um, so, you know, it was like a little reunion. And then we head over to this other club where Amina's going to do her 15 minutes mm-hmm. set. And the man at the door, I understand being fully respectful of the fact that there is somebody on stage performing. So you don't want to come in there being loud and banshee and like disruptive to, to somebody's art and craft. But when I tell you, it was like, excuse me, ah, y'all need to keep your voice down. Oh. Now, who the fuck? You like it was <laughs> it was a visceral Yikes. reaction in my belly because I was using a respectful, you know, voice. I was trying to ask questions and shit. And <clears throat> fuck, I don't like to be fussed. I don't like at to be reprimanded by other adults. I don't you like to be me? reprimanded by adults. Like, like, it's like I don't grown. like to be reprimanded. No. I don't want to be fussed at. Like, you need to watch your motherfucking tone. There's a way to be like, oh, can y'all? If it was at that level, it's not even it's at not. that level. So you better shush, shush, shush yourself the fuck up out of here. <laughs> He irritated me. Take a deep fucking breath. And we're in a comedy club. Please. Get the fuck. 
All right, we've done enough. I had a petty peeve. We got it done. <laughs> and sister, take the people out. Tell them what to do. Oh, wait, before we close out, thank you to Mercedes. Thank you, Mercedes. Thank you. Exora Botanical Beauty. Link in the description box. Make sure you all check it out. Get all of your needs because I got mine. That's right. Make sure you check out the final two episodes of Bet on Black as well. Don't forget that. All of the information found in the description box only on Revolt TV, Monday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sister, take them out and tell them what to do. Make sure that you are moisturizing your mind by worrying about the business that is yours and yours alone. Mm -hmm. You also want to make sure that you're moisturizing your insides by drinking as much water as your body will allow you. And you absolutely want to make sure that you're moisturizing your skin. Um, Because just like uh, Mercedes said, your black will crack if it's dry. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's it this week. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye.